Greenberg. Hi. Finally. I know. Welcome to Word Tetris. We've only this. How many times have we scheduled this? Like uh, three. I, I was going to say twenty-seven, but yeah, three probably is I, closer. Oh <laughs> <laughs> my guys! I'm trying to get Amy on the podcast since season one. Yeah. Actually, like, so this is like this is a year and a half, two years in the making. I did another one for you. You um, did, you did the old one. Yeah, the old, old one, and I remember you telling me about the new one, and I was did like, I, "Sure, I'll, yeah, 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 I'll hop on." And how long has the new one been up? That well, we're it's it's not even fifty episodes in, but it's been up for like two a year and a half. Yeah, so a year and a half is how long we've been trying to schedule this. Really. Yes, but now I get paid. <laughs> That's the difference. You know, what? I get paid to make my show now. <sighs> Kudos, buddy. Not a lot, but I get paid. It's it's uh, it's like it's here's the thing: when you go above zero. It makes all the difference in the For world sure. to your attitude about yeah, things. Yeah. I mean, at least cover gas between all of these uh, people's houses that you travel on. Uh huh. Basically, know. it's it, I get I have been asked like, how do you getting? I've had people go like, how do you get all these people? I'm like, I'm not a dick. I'm like that's I think uh, I think I might no, I'm a dick. I'm an asshole. But not even close to being true. No. <laughs> not, not even close. Um, you get all these people because you're a wonderful person <laughs> and you're really, really smart um, and appreciate the craft. And we am, appreciate am, you for that. Am I? Am I though? Yes, am I are. smart? I don't know. Like here's the thing. I'm, I'm in therapy now, and my therapist has gone like, "You operate at a very high level of intelligence." I'm like, "Where were you <laughs> like 15 years ago? Could you have said that to any teacher? Like that would have been great." <laughs> By the way, that's my dog. Oh yeah. By water. the way, there's two. Let me, let me give you a little. Yeah. Yeah. Get there's that, a. Get that. There are two. So Amy has a new dog. Yes. It's wearing a donut. <laughs> it's wearing a donut, um, an orange fluorescent donut, because my fence in the front yard has bars, and he it can go through it. <laughs> he's got a very skinny body, and he can wiggle his way through it. So I, I have him wear this donut when he's out front, so he can't um, get through. And he escape. must love that. Yeah, he's uh, he's crafty that one. Um, so here's the deal: if you are tuning in for the first time, which you might be, because Amy's one of my bigger guests. Oh, I don't know if that's true. It's look how many. If we're gonna start locking, how many go how many shows are you showrunning that you haven't announced yet? Exactly. I don't even so, know what I can tell you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We've seen the pictures of the board. One of them was a Star Wars show. Yes. So you don't get to say shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll sit here. I'll just sit here. Um, uh, if you're listening first time, the first 20 minutes of the episode will be available for free on all your various podcasters on wordtetris.com and all that stuff. If you want the full episode, you want the full Amy Berg experience, head on over to patreon.com slash wordtetris. Sign up for the $1 an episode tier. Get the full episode. But there's going to be a bonus episode. And given the day we're recording this, it's going to be of um, – I'll just tease it now – we're talking about the, the the writers WGA versus ATA battle that is taking. We're recording this on the set. Uh, like, to what six, time? What yeah. time is it? What time is it? It's twelve. So the deal is the the contract expires six. in twelve hours from right now. Yes, actually, well, eleven hours and uh, fifty three minutes. The contract he will can expire. Do math, guys. That's, that was beyond. <laughs> will expire. I can't do math. I'm terrible at math. Oh. But I can tell. I can read a clock. Oh. It's all because I just got off done being done. Got done my first PA job. So it's like now I have to like be on my shit. Oh yeah, yeah. So that that's the training. So anyway, <laughs> but it's like 
we're we're talking about that in the next in the bonus episode so get with that um so yeah you can get that for the three dollar an episode tier if you sign up for that um you can find me on twitter at twitter.com slash merrill bar m-e-r-r-i-l-l-b-a-r-r you can find the show at twitter.com slash where touches pod amy berg where can people find you online uh at bergopolis on twitter and, and i have instagram but it's mostly just dog pictures and if that's your thing it's also bergopolis and uh, anything you want to plug i know you got a, you got the netflix show coming up Something. Yes, I consulted on a um, a really fun show um, called Warrior Nun for Netflix. Best um, title. Like, yeah, just... based on an American uh, manga comic. Um, Wait, you know, that's an adaptation? It's an adaptation, kind of, in that we took the title and um, made a show. <laughs> um <laughs> Was uh, the comic not about a warrior no, nun? Yeah, no, it's about a warrior nun. It, it takes the sort of mythology of the show, um, but not necessarily the plot of the comic. Um, it's about, you know, a ragtag team of uh, female warriors who uh, take on demons and the patriarchy. So basically... It's everything you want. It, it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And not at all subtle in its, me- in its message. So... Um, no. <laughs> no. We're just going to beat the hell out of some dudes. It'll be great. <laughs> all right. Amy Berg, what is your feeling on rewriting? Um... And I should note, I'm staring at a lot of booze right now. So <laughs> okay. if you have to pull out a bottle to answer this, I totally understand. Listen, okay, the booze is on the counter because I had a little flood um, by my washing machine and my liquor cabinet um, was totally destroyed and is now missing. Um, <laughs> and so all of my booze is now collected onto this counter. I feel like it's, it's better almost inspiring. Here. I feel like it's better here. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, this is like... I'm going to yeah. take, take a photo as you talk so okay. I can post it online. There you go. Done. Um, yeah, I mean, the, this is my this is my engine for for all my rewrites. Uh, you know, if there were, if I was ever staring an image that would make C. Robert Cargill jealous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but what is your feeling on rewriting for real? Uh, rewriting is uh, for me the most important step of the process because my my first drafts are um, purposely the roughest thing you could possibly imagine. Do you do the vomit? I do. I call it a puke draft. I've always called it a puke draft. Um, I just, I just think uh, it sounds um, even more disturbing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I and and I, I mean, my goal is just to get something down. Just like work from scene to scene, and um, you know, accomplish what the scene needs to accomplish, but not worry about um, how fancy the action lines are or even, um, how beautiful the dialogue is. There's always going to be some things that stay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the rewrite is, is where it's at. I want to start there for a minute though, because I, I don't know how everyone else does it. I can't do the puke draft. Like Um, I I can't write unless I believe I'm crushing it and then have my soul destroyed when it's over. But for like that brief window of time, I need to believe what I, otherwise I can't like bring myself to act, motivate myself to actually do it. You know, I, I I've taken um, the laptop out of the equation and have have gone back to yellow pads for writing my puke drafts. Wait, you whoa 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 whoa. Yeah, <laughs> you're writing you're writing the scripts longhand. Yes, and here's the thing. How? Okay, you're not the first. <laughs> I worked with a guy who did that. Like, was a was a long form guy. He was like, yeah, because it makes me keep going forward. I yep. never backtrack. Yeah, like, well, I've never had that problem. It's like I, I also I have terrible <gasps> handwriting, yeah, which is yeah, part yeah. of the problem yeah. for me. But it's like 
how do you not go insane writing longhand? Um, the yeah. dogs are clearly angry. Yeah, my, my dogs uh, are not. They're not fans. a fan of the long. Of no, no, the no, long no. They don't like the longhand. They they're they're like you know straight straight to screen. Um, I have the same problem as you. Is the thing I um, you know when I'm when I'm typing on a laptop, it feels so permanent. What's up on the screen because it looks like the thing that the it looks like the end result. Um, you know, the, what the end result is supposed to look like. Right. Uh, and because you've now gotten, you've done it enough times that you know how to make it look good. Yeah. And, and, and so I found myself just sort of like sticking with a scene for way longer than I should to get it perfect. Um, before I moved on and, and it, it was just really hampering no, I the wouldn't, speed. Yeah. I, I wouldn't I do that. Yeah. Like I, I could power through, right? Yeah. yeah. But my issue would be I can't like I can't trick myself into in I like I can't go I know this is shit I'm going to go back yeah, right? yeah, yeah, I can yeah. keep moving forward yeah but I keep moving forward in this with this delusion of I'm not going to have to change shit yeah not true yeah 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 never true so it's like so when so when you're writing that puke draft longhand how is it not like for me I can the I would be even riddled, riddled even, if I was knowing that this was shit and I was writing longhand my first thought would be oh my god all the time I'm wasting <laughs> uh you know I have a, an outline that's you yep. know written into screenwriting software so plugging it in it takes a lot less time um, especially if you're just focusing on the dialogue of the scene and the action of the scene and not worrying about Yep. The way I write outlines now, um, basically, I can just, it's one for one when it comes to the action. So I don't, like, modify, like, you know, the whole, like, walking into a room and doing whatever. The action stays the same, mostly, from from outline to first draft. Right. So basically, what I'm plugging in from the longhand is is mostly dialogue. Um, and And I love doing it longhand because it's sort of like... A, you're not, you're not beholden to anything on a disgusting-looking yellow pad. It's meant to be disposable. But on top of that, like, I get to practice and scratch out and not worry about it and then keep going. Um, and I find myself being able to get through scenes a lot faster than staring at a screen. Yeah, I get that. Like, my... The outline thing is, has become... Ever since I started doing the show, I will quote... Uh, the first episode was our mutual friend John Rogers. John Rogers, I love you. And he he actually listens, like so he's gonna hear this. Oh. Um, but he gave me the piece of advice that has completely changed my writing forever. Uh-oh. And it's uh, chase the enthusiasm. And oh, so yeah. he, the way the way he taught me in that episode was, if you write the outline and you write you outline right, which is you really like. It, the outline for me is where I do all the like the heavy lifting. Yep. It's all the like 100%. the shifting the. This, this story is not working. How do yeah. I fix it? Like all of that work is done in the outline. Then what I get to do, I discovered was, well, now that I've done that, I can start it. I can start with the scene in Act Three. Yep. I don't have to start at the beginning. Yep. Now I didn't do that for the feature I just wrote, mm-hmm. but because it was my first feature and it was way too intimidating to do that. Also, I completely destroyed the feature in the rewrite. Ah. Because I, because as but you do, as I've mentioned, as I've mentioned a couple times this season, here's the how you cut down a writer to their core. Uh oh. Um, it, uh, wait about three weeks after they send you something to read, and then send back an email with one sentence in it that says, "Was this your first draft?" 
Oh, ow. Oh, <laughs> showrunner. <laughs> a showrunner said that to me. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. And then and then I got it was it was after a big director had also read it and said, dude, you're taking the air out of this thing with this, 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 and this. And yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yep. And it's like, oh, no. So that that hurt. Yeah. That hurt yep. a lot. Um, they they agree. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, um, you know, they also find pain in, in, <laughs> um, in dress. So, but but the but for the most part, when you get to jump around and not go in the order, yeah, go in the order of the um of the story, yeah, from A to from A to Z, it's freeing because you can. Oh God, it's so great. So like, yeah, the outline is most important, but then the problem is that sometimes even when you're done with once you're done with that first draft. You realize the outline was lying to you. Mm, yeah. And then, oh no, it doesn't work when you actually like want to execute it. Yep. You know what? What's the saying? Every, every plan is great till it meets what's this? Uh, till it meets uh, contact with the enemy. Yep. Like that's the. I get it. I mean, that happens. I I would say that happens more often than not. Um, it's rare that I I write the outline all the way through. Um, without, you know, significantly changing a plot line. Of some kind, because it's just not um, addressing the character needs. And so I just, you know, I put, you know, I just changed the scene or even an act entirely from the outline to just to keep going. Are you rewriting during the writing process or do you make sure to get with that yellow notepad, get it all the way down before you start making changes? I, I start I start uh, inputting during. Like, I don't, like, start to finish on the yellow pad. I, I, I write a few scenes and then I'll, I'll you know, do a first pass. I feel like there's going to be stuff that changes once you input it, and that might affect the things later on. So if you want start to finish on a yellow pad, that is a complete and utter waste of time because if things change once you uh, input it and do your first pass at a rewrite, which is what I consider it. My typing it into the screenwriting software is my first rewrite. How much do you find you're changing in that process? Um, I would say most of the, most of the dialogue, but the scene structure is almost always identical to what's on the yellow pad mm -hmm. because I've sort of, I've, you know, sat with it, um, and looked at it and the opening of the scene and the end of the scene is going to almost always be the same from what I had on the yellow pad. Um, and what changes is just sort of how the scene flows a little bit. How much time do you spend on the outline? Uh, the outline is is because it because it because outlining it is. is so gruesome for me. Really? Yeah. Well, but gruesome in that good way where it's like this is where I feel free and I don't have to worry. Yeah. Like I don't have to worry about fuck. Like any major change is not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like because that's what I love about it is yeah. you can make you can you could throw out whole chunks and not feel like you've wasted time having written those chunks. Yeah. So, like, do you, when, even though it's gruesome, do you spend a lot of time laboring over it, or do you go, all right, I've got the basics down, I'm going to go dive in. Like, for me, it's, I want, I really want that outline down pat if I can. Yeah, I, I labor over it. I want it to be um, as close as, um, as possible to what the finished product is going to be as far as all of the story moves and, uh, you know, the contents of the scene themselves sometimes change. Um, and you know, that, that'll like steamroll and have effects down the ways, but the, the core of each scene, if I don't feel like I know what it is, I don't start writing. Do you feel that, um, the outline, like, you know, a script you want it to be perfect. Do you feel that, do you feel like you need to get that outline? Like, what does your outline look like? Cause mine, mine is like, 
I couldn't hand it to someone and go and have them understand what's inside it. Oh, is that right? Well, you, you, write, you write it for yourself. I write it for myself. It's yeah. more for me. It could like the, there's one sitting out where it is that way, where it is like you could actually follow the follow the story. Yeah. Right. But it's like I like I cheat my outlines like it's not one to one like yours. It's written in a lot of like a lot of pro. It's very prose. Lots of paragraphs. The dialogue is... I, I used to do it, actually. I used to write the dialogue in proper format so it would copy and paste over. Oh, yeah. But I stopped doing that because I was like, well, I'm just rewriting it anyway. So yeah. it was easier to just write it, write the dialogue and put, like, this person says this, this person says mm, this, but it's not written in the actual format. Yeah. Which also saved page length. Yeah, Which yeah, just yeah. makes it less intimidating yeah. to look at. Yeah, I write, I write dialogue as prose. Like, yes. Even using quotation marks and right. stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, because also it's just... It starts to be. It starts to look bigger than it is. Yeah. Like the outline shouldn't look. The, the outline. Sh- I should feel free when I'm looking at the outline. I yeah. shouldn't feel. Well, and it certainly shouldn't mislead you into thinking you have more story than you actually do. Right. Yeah, that's the dangerous thing about sort of overwriting something. Um, okay, so you, once you get past that first draft, what's your process to go through it and? Uh, I I have to print it all out. I have to look at it on the page. Yep. I have to print it all out. Um, uh, I know there are people that, that swear by the red pen, and I can't. The red pen is so dangerous. It looks like, it feels like it's I'm in mean. school. It's mean. Yeah, it feels like I'm in school, and I'm like, I'm being told what's wrong. And it's like, uh, you know, it's, it doesn't sort of, I feel like it hampers creativity more than... Um, you know, I don't. I don't need to point out what it's ro- what's wrong with it. I know what's wrong with it. I'm writing something on the page. It doesn't need to be read on top of it. I need to feel. What I like to do is I do the. I used to not be a printout guy, and then when I became a printout guy, it yeah. was one of those game changing yeah. moments. I was like, because yeah. I'm always like, I don't want to waste the resources. I don't yeah, need yeah. the paper. I'm all digital. I feel like maybe that would change if I ever get end up getting an iPad where yeah. you can start doing when you where you can do the. You know, I don't think pencil. it will change. I don't think. Yeah, you, you think it will still be a no, hard I, paper. I have an iPad and I still don't do it on an iPad. I um I need the paper product because I feel like that gives you the ten thousand foot view that you don't yeah. get when you're just looking at like you know half a page on a screen. I tell you, depending the, on your eyesight. The uh, <laughs> the. Uh, the process of the feature I went through, the amount of times I printed it up. Also, it helped I was in an office, so my paper was free for about six months. Yeah, nice. <laughs> the beauty of having an office job, free paper. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the amount of times I went through that on paper, it was just like, <sighs> Yeah. But, you know, you got comfortable, got on the couch with the pen. And, like, my, my holiday break was just me and the pen. Just going through it over yep. Yep. and over again, changing it over and over again. Just ca- every time catching another typo that I missed yeah. the, on the last pass. See, I don't even use a pen. I use a pencil. Really? Yeah, I use a me- mechanical pencil um, that that writes like a pen. Um, so I don't have that weird um, feeling like I'm in elementary school. Um, and I, I mean, sometimes I'll rewrite the entire sc- scene. I'll just like like cross it out, and then on the back of the page, I'll just start over from scratch in pencil, and then I'll erase and like. I did that for points of dialogue, like I yeah, would cut yeah, out yeah. dialogue. Yeah. Like the bit. So the big thing was with the feature. Um, when I so basically, it's a, it's inspired by a real news event. It's a real sort of like real time. This whole thing happens in like an hour and a half. Yeah, this actual yeah. event. And um, originally, I was like, I'm going to do that. And then I started to write it, and I was like, there's not enough story. Mm. So I 
started to be like, well, how can I expand this and go, okay, what if I show what's happening before the event, what happened, what happened after the event? To hear the rest of this episode, head on over to patreon.com slash word Tetris.